right, everybody. Welcome to the Pastimes Podcast. Uh, each week we go through an old newspaper from a random date in history picked out by Dave Anthony. I'm Gareth Reynolds, and I've never seen it before, and neither is our guest this week, Nick Youssef. Hello, Nick. Welcome. Hello, Gareth. Hello, Dave. Hello. We, um, we got here without peeling back the curtain too much. It was um, touch and go totally for a minute. Fine. but uh, All fine. But here we are. You're the only I guest like, I think felt that's... Like an, it, 80-year-old trying to figure out like, new technology. Well, we were it was a Zoom. little bit like trying to do a podcast with my mom. I got to be honest. <laughs> well, no, but I know you didn't do anything. That's what is so... Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm going to do, though? Unlike an 80-year-old, after this, I'm going to spend an hour and a half trying to figure out what happened. Because yeah. I'm not going to be able to let it go mentally. <laughs> yeah, call right, your gran- right. You're going to call your granddaughter over and have her help you with it. You know? you know, I'm going to call Dave's mom and ask for help. <laughs> How do I fix this Zoom thing? <laughs> She's like, the oh, internet's not real, internet? Nick. No. Um, well, thank you for joining us, Nick. Uh, you have a special called Take Care that we uh, we say we would like to say everyone should check out. The best place for thank that is you. the YouTubes. Yeah, it's on my YouTube page. Uh, I went the independent route. And I say that as if it were on purpose and I wasn't mm-hmm. completely <laughs> I also went the independent route. Doing. Also, yeah. because the dependent route was not an option. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm I mean, I'm kidding. It's great to be able to have that option because yeah. I, I, there would be no special without it. So um, yeah. um, and then good. your podcast as well, according to Nick Youssef, uh, wherever people listen to podcasts and on um, and on YouTube. I'm afraid we're not. We can only do one YouTube plug legally per <laughs> podcast. So well, let me flip a coin and see which one's more important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember, Dave can take your audio. Um, so right. we, uh, we like to start with a guess of what year. There's no way to have any clue what year this will be. It could be 1600. It could be 1990. Um, is, but, that, uh, is that the actual time frame? Basically, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, but, but the 16, the 1700 ones are rare because it's so insane. It's just like, the wall will have a brick that will the lady require. And you're like, well, it's, it's a bit of a right. Seven witches were drowned today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've actually had that. We had a guy beat up a lady because he thought she was a witch. Wow. Yeah, yeah. 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 and yeah. that was 1988. I wonder if the guy suffered consequences later. No, probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> he probably got a medal. That man was Benjamin Franklin. He was given a grant if they had those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So I'll guess. Uh, I'm going to guess. I'm guessing we'll go with an 1895 newspaper. Ooh, Nick, that's a good one. Welcome to um, take a stab. I'm going to guess. 1967. It's great. Ooh. Great guess. Great guesses. It is 1881. Oof. Wow. 1881. You were really close, Gareth. Yeah, I'm he getting was. I in a in the dumbest twist of all time, the one thing I'm getting good at on these shows is guessing with no context the year. I it's and, it's and that's perfect the only for me. thing. There's no skill. Yeah, there's at. I've learned nothing, but nothing I'm else. like the carnival game version of this, I'm like somehow getting okay at. Yeah, in a few uh, more episodes, you're going to be guessing it right on the dot every episode. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a witch. Yeah, yeah. stop <laughs> like it. A witch, yes. No, not mm-hmm. not going to get Franklin shoved. Um, um, all right, Dave. O- o- October tenth, eighteen eighty one, Savannah Morning News, Savannah, Georgia. Okay. 
Gitto's Confession. Historia hmm. of President Garfield's assassination. The motive, purely political and patriotic. Uh, so that's the headline. So okay. the President Garfield. So that seems a bit slanted uh, towards. Yeah, they're like, he's, listen, this guy is just, he's an American. He's a hero. <laughs> it feels like it was yeah. like a pro-assassination headline. It's a little bit. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of like, they're like, listen, no matter where you stand on assassination, this guy loved the flag. Wow. The yeah, that New was like York... what, early Breitbart. That web did that like? Yeah, yeah maybe, yeah. maybe. The, yeah, the founders. It is the, great, it is great, the, great, 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 great. <laughs> it is the South, so they might be a little well. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. The New York Herald uh, of Thursday contains seven closely printed columns of what purports to be an autobiography of Guiteau, the assassin of President Garfield, as dictated by him to a stenographer. The narrative being condensed, it is alleged, to one-third of the actual amount of matter as taken down in a series of interviews. Hmm. His story of the assassination, or as he prefers to style it, the removal of the president. And by oh, the yeah. way, I uh, think okay. that's good. Technically. I like that. We're both, well, they're all right. Yeah, that's kind of, it's correct. I mean, if yeah. it, it, is, it, it is right. Yeah. Um, it's one of the most cold-blooded accounts of a dreadful crime that has ever been put on paper. Have they covered I, other assassinations? I don't know, but I don't no. know if other assassins have been like, I'm going to spell this out for you of how I did it. <laughs> can we just, can, can you call me what I am, a vice president promoter? Nobody's created more <laughs> jobs for vice presidents than me. <laughs> My idea, simply stated, he remarks, was to remove as easily as possible Mr. James Garfield, a quiet and good-natured <laughs> citizen as of Ohio. So, uh, <laughs> In terms of quickness, it doesn't get faster. Less, no paperwork. There's no paperwork. Yeah, when you shoot a guy. You don't have to wait in long voting lines. He did die over like two months, though. So Yeah, the paperwork part is a problem. Unless you go murder-suicide, then. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yep. No paperwork. Yep. Um, so to remove as quick, easily as possible, James A. Garfield, a quiet and good-natured citizen of Ohio, who temporarily well, occupied really the position corner. of president of United. No, they're not. This is his words. Oh, okay. They're just so printing his words. he's calling himself? Okay. No, oh, he's calling okay, the president. He's calling oh. the president a quiet, good-natured citizen. Don't get mad so at So he me. liked him? He li yeah. He's like, well, he's a nice guy. He's a sweetheart. Well, he's just not suited to be president, and we all know what him. happens. As a man, <laughs> yeah. he was a friend. <laughs> He was a neighbor. He, he was a he was an awesome guy. I don't know if you've ever barbecued with Garfield, but that guy's he toasts the buns. He's awesome. But as a president, I had to shoot him in the back. I'm the godson to his kids. Uh, he's a great his dad. only regret is now he has dad. more responsibility. Yeah. Uh, who temporarily occupied the position of the president of the United States and substitute in his place. Mr. Chester A. Arthur of New York, a distinguished and highly esteemed Hell of gentleman. a guy. Hell of a guy. That's yeah. super distinguished name, too. Chester A. Arthur. Yeah. 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 Chester yeah. president's better than a James. There are no Jimmy's, cobblers named point. Chester A. Arthur. No. No, you can't. No. Nope. No way. You're too Absolutely good for not. it. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Garfield, I intended to quietly remove to paradise. <laughs> Which is a great this improvement guy, on this one. I'll tell you what, it, it 
I, I'm, I've never really been that pro. I haven't even really thought about my stance on assassination. But the, this guy, as far as pure PR and spin goes, I'm fucking loving this guy. I actually, yes, you're right. I removed one president, but he got a first class ticket to paradise. <laughs> Proving that he thought he was a good guy because he didn't sit like give him like a ticket to hell or anything. No, a paradise. He was hoping for ticket. the best here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the stenographer must like sprained the eyes from rolling. It's like uh, okay. It's like so. Then you understand. I loved the man, Chester A. Arthur. Hell of a guy too. <laughs> Such a great guy. I might kill him too. <laughs> great guy. And listen, I'm. There's a chance I want him to go be with Garfield in Paradise. Those two in Paradise. Are you kidding me? That's Tango and Cash in Heaven. I love it. Yeah, Paradise isn't fun by yourself. You need friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, what, uh, so he says, Mr. Arthur saved the Republic. And he adds, not a soul in the universe knew of my purpose to remove the president. If it has failed, I shall never attempt it again. My motive was purely political and patriotic, and I acted under divine pressure. It was the same kind of pressure that led Abraham Lincoln to sacrifice his son Isaac. Oh, no, Abraham. Sorry, I put Lincoln in there. There was uh, the same uh, one that led Abraham uh, to sacrifice his son, Isaac. I was going to say, I don't remember that part about uh, the Lincoln, Lincoln presidency where he's like, yeah, you don't remember when Lincoln killed his son? <laughs> <laughs> That's why my son will now join God in heaven. Mr. Lincoln. Uh, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop reading this now because it just goes So, So forever, was Garfield but, uh, alive still? He's in the two-month where we're not sure if he's going to die. That's that's why I'm wondering if Garfield is dead. Uh, it sounds like he's still alive. It does because he said if he dies. Yeah, right. so and, it sounds like and, it's in the two months when we were all on pins and needles waiting to find. And, and A. Arthur was like, man, good oh, Lord. No. This is like the American Idol finals. What? Okay, so th this is taken when he's in prison, so it must be before Garfield died, because Garfield right. um, is shot in July and dies in September. Jesus okay. Christ. Really hung in so there. So he's dead, but they must not have known it when he was you know, doing his novel. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah, the autobiography. Fucking... Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, this is from the Katusa Courier. We learn that on Saturday, a large black bear was seen near Graysville by two men out hunting. One of the men had a double-barreled shotgun loaded with small shot, which he fired at him, taking no effect. The bear leisurely strolled off, leaving the hunters dismayed and out of ammunition. The bear had scared the dog so badly before the hunters came up that they could not be set upon him. That's, that's in the, the newspaper. That's the headline or the story? <laughs> that's the story. Talk about, I mean, I know it's a tough act to follow when the president's been shot by a guy who's just kind of opining endlessly. But the, yeah. you're like, what do we put in place to that? How about when those guys missed the bear? <laughs> yeah, remember that invincible bear? Let's write a thing on him. <laughs> the bear, remember the bear you scared know, the, the dog? The, they tried to shoot the him. Bear, the bear, they shot the bear, the bear yawned the bear and laughed. walked away. That bear? The bear laughed. Yeah. The bear, they, they shot at the bear, the bear laughed. Maybe that's pretty good. <laughs> that story was pretty good, right? How did that end? He laughed. The bear just left. That was the whole. Nobody. So it's not yeah, a story. 
No, no, no. The guy that got shot at him, act one. Yeah. Missed him, yeah. act two. Bear left, denouement. No, they hit, the, yeah. they hit the bear. The bear just didn't care. Whoa! Now we got a story. They hit you, the bear. I don't think we have a story. I don't well, think we have front page news. I think. Yeah, I think we do this before the president who's dying. <laughs> no, what? Yeah, before absolutely. The... No. Yeah, I would, somebody now, what just would got make bumped. that a story? Yeah, this is good. you know like what uh, what would the bear ha- the bear would have to like turn around and just be like yeah you know yeah yeah the bear, bear gives human the bird <laughs> yeah that's a headline bear blows two hunters <laughs> that's a movie that's bear that's teams the... up with dog kills hunters <laughs> yeah 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 the guy yes. is making up new ends there you go so I dug a little deeper and I guess the bear sucked <laughs> their dicks and then took their dog. You really? It was a lover's quarrel. <laughs> I think they were all in a bit of a, you know, a menage. They were all the bear. It's a poly. It's dating. a poly situation. They were poly. It was a lover's tryst. <laughs> Some people think the bear might be the new president. Ed, you're fired. <laughs> all right, I'll leave. <laughs> but I'm living on my terms, goddammit. Uh, on Thursday, Mr. Benjamin Crane told his family he could not live long. He then lay down on the bed and died of, in a few minutes. I did this in front of he... my family. <laughs> I can't, Goodbye. I can't live long. All right. I'm dead now. What? Uh, he was blind and had been for many years. He was 50 years old and lived on the Elijah Road near Amicola Phallus in Dawson County. Amicola Phallus is a great phallus. It's the best phallus. Uh, a bargain with thieves. Little Rock, Arkansas. Cox, Stevens, and Delaney, the Iron Mountain train robbers, pleaded guilty in Hempstead Circuit Court yesterday and were sentenced to the penitentiary for a term of 70 years each. Seven Robbery years? 70. A 70. Okay, that's makes more sense. I didn't, I didn't think they gave out terms that long back then. Yeah, for, that's a while. That's two masters. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the robbery occurred on the 22nd of September and the men were captured on the 28th. A special term of the court was held to try them. That's it. Uh, Jesus. And there's another one. The case of the men who robbed a... Pa- Wait, are these different? Oh, okay. So they're printing a story from Little Rock, Arkansas. And they're printing the first day story and then the next day story back to back. Okay. Huh. The case of the men who robbed the passenger train... <laughs> On Iron Mountain Railroad. I was I was hoping we'd get <laughs> well, I'm not an editor. Out. Do you yeah. know what you can edit the story? Do you know that you can do- into one? I don't think that makes sense. <laughs> you mean remix? I don't think that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, the case of the men who robbed a passenger train on Iron Mountain Railroad on September second, and who were captured on September twenty eighth, one in Texas and two in the Indian Nation, and brought to Washington, assumed a new sensational face in the special term of court on Friday, when each of the robbers pleaded guilty to 14 indictments, making the term of punishment 70 years for each man. You just covered this, but now you're like, oh, but they pleaded guilty. Yeah. That's the only difference. Yeah, to make it two separate. It's yeah, clear there it's, was not enough news back then. Not at all. Yeah, this, I mean, this, talking about fluffing, I mean, I mean. They have one huge story about the president, <laughs> and then they're like, oof. <laughs> they're like anyone now any there's bears doing weird shit lately oh god right. can we can okay. we can we turn this robbery thing into like seven stories 
Do we have yeah. uh, what? I, now, may I suggest we incorporate a bear into this train robbery story? <laughs> right. Like the robbery went bad. Bear sucks some dicks. Gets out. You know what I mean? I'm just sort of. Yeah, I'm the bear sucking dick guy. I don't mind wearing that. Bear hat. scene sucking dick on train while it's being <laughs> robbed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hybridize the whole thing. Hold on, that's a page one. Yeah. That's a page. Headline: one. Bear sucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> bear organizes train heist. That'd be the story. Bear, bear organizes train on train heist. Oh. Jesus Christ. Bear runs train Get on train. Get out of here. Yeah, and robs it. <laughs> the pursuing party that captured two of the robbers, Stevens and Delancey, consisted of four men named Huddleston, Belvenues, Moore, and Dallahode. When arrested, when arrested, the robbers had about 9,000 in their possession. Huddleston proposed to his comrades to divide the money among themselves. Yeah, no shit. So the guys who caught the robbers are now like, this is a lot of money. We should just take this. Oh. Oh, okay. Right. So they were going to take the money. So they're yeah. like, cool. Interesting. Uh, Belvenus objected, saying the money ought to be returned to the railroad company, but he finally agreed uh, to its being equally divided among the four officers. Uh, I feel like they didn't get away with it because you're reading an article in the paper about it. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I like, maybe that was the law back then. It's like, look, you can you can turn it all in. You can split it three ways. We're not paying you sheriffs a lot anyway. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, in consideration of Stevens Delancey keeping the matter secret, each of the four officers took an oath that he would annually pay to the family of the train robbers one hundred dollars and leave no means untried to secure their release from the penitentiary it's pretty honorable well also Wait, like they're so they they're splitting nine thousand dollars yeah so right, they're getting yeah so they're getting like two thousand to two hundred fifty each and if they're each giving a hundred dollars to the family every year it's gonna run they're out. gonna run out of money pretty quick yeah it's so it's a bad plan. <laughs> I would turn, yeah, I think at this point you just turn them in. Yeah, they arrest the guys. They go to jail. They steal the money, and then they just have to slowly give it back to the family forever. It's that's yeah. the plan of the robbers who they could just fuck yeah. over. Oh, yes. they're oh they want to keep the robbers quiet. I would imagine. Uh, still, oh. I think you're right that this it is not. It like, still doesn't work. Yeah, pretty soon you're going to be like, it's not a now we only have six hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah and and we still have 30 more years of payments ahead of us yeah. yes yeah. right yeah. hey god damn it I, it turns out i lost money on this fucking yeah. deal then the it's officers like the are like market. i think we might have to rob a train <laughs> <laughs> all right so in order to keep up the payments to the guys that robbed the train that we robbed we got to rob a goddamn train and if we're and caught hopefully there's some honorable like... sheriffs yeah <laughs> oh, no, this guy a wounded bear shows up. I'll I make worried about deal. a train. Oh, Jesus, not this guy. Not this the worst bear. <laughs> don't look this. Don't just leave leave the bear alone. Uh, the party reached Hope, turned over the prisoners to the authorities, and came to this city where they received one thousand dollars, the reward offered by the state for the capture. So they took the money so and got less. the and got the thousand dollars. Oh, okay, right, okay, right. Wow. So there you go. There's your. There's ten years of just your doling okay. out prisoner funds. <laughs> Uh, all the captors appeared at the trial when 
Bellman has divulged the whole matter to Superintendent Buchanan. Uh, Huddleston Moore and Dally Hode were examined separately. Each made affidavit that he knew nothing of the whereabouts of the money, but subsequently Moore approached Mr. Buchanan and stated that the money could be procured. So they mm. gave it up. So someone, yeah, all, someone caved. They must all gone to jail, right? Like what? Well, then they're, <laughs> then they're next to the robbers like, man, that's, this sucks. <laughs> we're, in for, we're in for robbing you. That's crazy. <laughs> I feel like we are the worst people in this story. Like, we're the dumbest yeah, guys, yeah. for sure. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. What's up, dollopers? This is Gareth. Uh, Gareth from the dot. You get it. Listen, shout out to the Garmy, Gareth Army. I've got some U.S. dates coming up. I will be at Good Nights Comedy Club in Raleigh or Raleigh. I forget which one you guys are stuck to. North Carolina, December 21st through the 23rd, five shows. And then December 29th and 30th, I'll be in Rutherford, New Jersey at Bananas Comedy Club. I'm calling on the Garmy. Come out. Uh, there's a lot of shows. Go to Gareth Reynolds. Com for tickets and information. Also, listen to my new podcast called We're Here to Help. Got a new podcast, We're Here to Help, Jake Johnson. Thank you, Garmy. Hashtag Garmy. Uh, Limerick's Bold Mayor. This is a story from London. The mayor of Limerick commenting on the refusal of the government to grant a sworn inquiry into the recent riots said that he would wait upon every Irish member of parliament and insist on an inquiry, and that he would call a monster meeting to condemn the refusal, and added that he dared the government at their peril to proclaim this meeting. So that's so a story just, uh, in London about Ireland, and a monster nobody, meeting? A monster meeting. I mean, maybe, uh, you know, Irish people might care about this here, but there's not a ton of Irish people in America at this point. What, what uh, is a monster meeting? Yeah, the use uh, of that giant... phrase I, I wouldn't think would have existed back then. Monster meeting? Yeah. I think it's, uh, I think they actually are going to meet with a monster. And, uh, <laughs> Dave, you're supposed, you're <laughs> yeah, not no, playing think... your role properly, Dave. That's my role. No, no. I'm this supposed is to be 1911. The... This is 1800s. No. There's monsters. No. So they're going to meet with a monster. monster. That's true. That's when, you know what? That's when, that's when the Loch Ness monster was in politics before I Thank went you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we no, called wait. this meeting. <laughs> All right, All hold right, on. We're not. Really we had, would someone drown him underwater already? He's Jesus so loud. Christ! <laughs> uh, it says there is Ireland's wars, the monster meeting, the monster meetings. It, it's, are you seriously? Um, yeah. There's actual monster meetings. Yeah, I think it's, it's a like religious. Yeah. Oh, a monster movie. It's just sketches of, like, Dracula I... yelling at Frankenstein <laughs> <laughs> on a parliament floor. Uh, yeah. yeah. I would I would remind the gentleman from the Tory from Transylvania. party. Transylvania. From, tra yeah. <laughs> from Transylvania. 
what Frankenstein seems to always forget. <laughs> I think it's just a big meeting. It's a big meeting. Right. It sounds like a big like meeting. It's a, ma- like it's too. a monster. Like it's a lot of man. Like it's a monster sized crowd. Yeah, it's just a bunch of people coming together. I guess O'Connell held a lot of monster meetings. Sure. All right. Uh, this is more out of London. A Suez Canal traffic reopened. The Suez Canal traffic, which wow. was interrupted Imagine. by the grounding of the Stever Hallamshire, is open again. So that happened back then, too. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool that it's just we still have nothing's it. changed that's awesome. yeah we still great. we're still running into the side of like the back then canal. they were like man imagine the future <laughs> they won't even <laughs> use canals and here we are like whoop that sucks so here we are again nobody can get their amazon uh new york continues to be an unhealthy city yep yeah. you live in new york yeah, Nick? That this i do yeah yeah can you confirm the, on the ground there i yeah i can confirm I feel yeah. the streets are as dirty as 1881. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't think anything has changed. Just by that headline, I don't think anything in terms of cleanliness has changed in New York. I would argue it- that there were probably less scaffoldings back then. <laughs> that would be like the key difference. Is they were like. That's true. The city felt more like it was near done. Right. It was. It got clean. And then Giuliani came in. Giuliani like cut the. The rat budget. Here we go, Nick. He's doing the politics stuff again. Uh, Dave, Nick, and I like Giuliani. So can you just fuck off for a second? Are you talking about America's mayor? America, purse, two thousand and two person of the year. Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, New York continues to be an unhealthy city. The year opened with a heavy mortality, and the death rate has continued high ever since. The mortality for the first nine months of the year is 4,715 higher than the same period of 1880. Hmm. So they're just getting sick and dying. And everyone's like, I don't know. What could it be? It could be all the rats and the filth and the, the coal you're burning and the pigs running. They still do that. And everyone's healthy. So, yeah, that was like pre indoor plumbing, right? 1880. Oh yeah. 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 Back then. Yeah. It was pretty gnarly to live like down in like, yeah, I think I think like probably walking to a market and back was like fifty percent chance of death. <laughs> you just step Half in the wrong it, puddle yeah. and it's just yeah. like bacteria, and then there's no penicillin, you just, and it's you just over. Sink, you're gone, Ralph. Ralph, Ralphie. I was just walking with him. Where'd he go? He's gone. He just went in that. Oh my God, that's like a Rick and Morty puddle. And you just see a little couple of bubbles coming out. It's like, well, oh, he's fine. Go? He's fine. I saw <laughs> bubbles. He's breathing down there. Yeah. Oh, Larry's down there. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. They'll, yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be puddle pals. <laughs> um, this is out of Lynchburg. There was a grand procession of baby carriages in Lynchburg on Thursday afternoon. Oh, what a nightmare. God damn. 32 young Virginians rode in Royal State through Main Street while the adult population looked on with admiration and delight. Ugh. So this is a great example of how people had absolutely nothing to fucking do. Nothing to do. Wow. So they're pushing babies down the street and everyone lined up to watch the babies. Ugh. You know, that's just like when someone posts a baby picture and it gets a bunch of likes. And I'm just like, don't encourage this dumb shit. <laughs> don't go. Like, if they're going to have a baby procession, don't go. Show them that it's stupid. But instead, they're like, oh, my God, 
little human. Could you imagine now being invited, like your friend has a baby and you're like, are you oh. coming to the baby parade? It's the baby parade. Are you excited? <laughs> Come on. Every three months, we take our babies down to Main Come Street. On. Yeah. And we parade okay. them around town. <laughs> oh, the my re- God. The reporters of the local pa- newspapers were on hand, and the name of each infantile ah. exhibit was published with the description of its dress and ornaments. Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, man. It's the worst thing. Oh, uh, a baby fashion Lynchburg, show. Lynchburg never gets better from there. It's, it does, oh, I it's would say it does. How many babies do you think made it to the end of that parade, by the way? Infant mortality was high back then. S- seven to eight. And now for Cassandra's <laughs> outfit. I'm being told she passed away early in the procession. Let's move to Albie. <laughs> and Sa- Sarah oh, is there taking goes Cassandra's outfit too soon. Okay, too soon. interesting. <laughs> and now for the in memoriam. 32 started, 18 are left. We lost a lot of good babies back there. So hot. <laughs> a celebration memoriam. Was that what that would be called? Yeah. yeah. Uh, a death reveal. <laughs> Black smoke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> In St. Louis. (laughs) Okay. In St. Louis, the pink eye has got among the cows and is frightening the dairymen without reason, therefore. However, as nine cows out of ten recover from it. Wow. It's a terrible headline. Yeah, it's really got a lot of grammatical issues. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the cows of therefore. The therefore is a man without a home. Yeah, it's not at all belong. I don't know what words are, but I like these ones. What about therefore and however together? Therefore. Who would put therefore and however back to back? Therefore, yeah, therefore however. however. <laughs> it is. It's just like it's like me if I were in a courtroom. Therefore, however, the 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 defendant. Hold on. Is objection on me? You just call for sidebar side real quick, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. <laughs> So the cows are getting pink eye, and the right. dairymen are, are worried. Out. Nine out of ten recover. So what? Sure. So te- only ten percent of the cows are dying. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, why would they be upset? Yeah, that's actually it sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. In the meanwhile, everybody has temporarily given up milk in their coffee as nobody wants to drink the milk from pink-eyed cows. Ah. In the other western cities, the disease has been confined to horses and mules. Hmm. So I I don't As know an anything. afterthought. Yeah, just horses and mules are getting it. Screw them. <laughs> yeah. They're, until yeah, they start making shit. us milk, we don't care how much pink eye they get. I've been drinking horse milk, Dan. <laughs> what? Um. So I would, in my uh, non-professional opinion, assume that milk is not affected by pink eye. Not, no, I don't. I don't think that would be a thing. I think you'd but be who, okay. You know, back then, I would think you'd be scared of everything. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Anytime anything looked off, you're like, I guess we got to shoot it in the head now. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) All in favor of shooting it in the head. All right. Let's go. Time to. It's old yellow. You guys, it's a carriage. It doesn't have a head. We got to shoot it in the the carriage. Someone get paint a head on the carriage. We're running out of uh, head budget, but we this I think we should dip in to put a head on the carriage so we can take it out back and pop it in the back of the head. We really gotta. Oh man! Uh, 
assassination of a Republican president by a Republican <laughs> on account of factional differences leads Senator Butler to the conclusion that, quote, the Republican Party, as now organized and led, is unfit to govern this country. Well, they keep killing each other. 1881? Nothing has ever changed, basically, is what this is. Man. Uh. This conclusion, also, like, the, the guy who killed the president, a Republican, but also crazy because... Uh, he thought he was patriotic and yeah, it's not I, really, Dave, you can't really go know. like, why? Well, may I, may I point you in the direction of the earlier interview? Crazy. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh no, you're right. You confident. make a good point. Confident. Yeah. Very confident. Lays out a very good case. Yeah. He just gave him a ticket yeah. to paradise. Yeah. Empathetic of anything. Yeah. This conclusion is not, reached by Senator Butler alone, nor yet by Democrats solely. Most independents and Republicans hold the same opinion. So they're saying that everyone thinks Republicans are out of their fucking mind. Right. And here we are uh, 130 years later, 140 years later, and um, Mitch McConnell's having public seizures and strokes, and everyone's like, well, the doctor said he's good to go. McConnell actually uh, voted in that story, I think, that you just read. That's actually very <laughs> true. McConnell's on record. Of that. I, yes. think I really think that both parties are really fine. I think they and then someone turns and go, you know, McConnell's got to go. He's old. He's old. <laughs> he's 45. <laughs> it's 1881. Yeah, he's in his mid-40s. Yeah. He's about to die. I mean, seriously, back then, Senator Feinstein was 65. <laughs> that was when they started basing Popeye on her. <laughs> uh, Congressman Cox writes to the New York Sun from Constantinople. Get a, get the, hey, boys, let's get the laughs out now, and then Dave will move on. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Congressman Cox writes to the New York Sun from Constantinople. Every year that this is him writing. Every year, the Turkish Empire is winnowed for the handsomest young lady to adorn the Sultan's palace as a new wife. What a <laughs> what an winner of winner wow. of servitude! This is great news. The country is scoured for someone to fuck the king. <laughs> like what the fuck? The king has another slick sex slave. Good news, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Everyone else dodged a bullet and then dot 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 for now. <laughs> Happy New Year. And, and wait, that who wrote that? Who there's a this senator there, a congressman? Congressman Congressman you Cox. Know, you know the who congressman. Else would it be? Like, this is awesome. This yeah. is awesome. They're like, are we sure about this democracy thing? Because these kings got you. it made. <laughs> you know, I love democracy as much as the next guy, but you can't pluck a lady out of obscurity and make her bang you. I'm just saying, well, there's downsides. The founding fathers were great, but they, come on, a lot of holes. So Speaking if of every holes, year, or not enough holes. If every, yeah. <laughs> if every year the sultan is getting a new wife, because oh, every year it's a new wife. <laughs> I, that's okay, just whatever. I mean, and imagine it's just horrible. Yeah, and it's they're really I mean, bad. yeah, they're ruling for life. So it's like if you're thirty years in, do you have uh, thirty wives? Yes. You know that's what, what it's though? Saying. I would argue that if you're one of those wives, this is a better policy for you because okay. you're like, I can kind of yeah. 
I can kind of Waldo into the numbers a little bit here. Yeah, kind of fade yep. 30th the of the responsibility. Yeah, yep. like if there's 40 wives, it's not like he's like, roll call. You know, you just kind of like <laughs> duck behind like some fruit and be like, oh, Jesus, don't right, bend yeah. Don't bend How do you me. duck behind fruit? Oh, buddy, well, back then they had over huge here. bowls of it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, Dave, you're talking about a grape culture. I mean, these people were all grapes and I love big that. leaves of all and the, oranges. Of all the things you think someone's going to hide behind, it's fruit. You know, when you said that, I was I was imagining like a sultan's chamber, and there's a giant, a long wooden table, massive yes. bowl of fruit, yes. a huge turkey with the little white things uh, on the legs. Nick, <laughs> all every day. Nick, this is exact. You've got to understand, my brain is like thirty percent Marx Brothers movies, and that is the exact <laughs> setup I'm picturing. Like I'm picturing, like one of them's like the blink, the grapes are blinking, and she's like, "Hmm." In reality, it's the, just the a apples giant... on the head. Yeah. In reality, yeah. in reality, it's just a giant barrel of pig grease that he uses for lube. Right, yeah. Jesus it's not safe. I know. Stop, terrible. Stop recording and or talking. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about pig lube. <laughs> like newest wife jumps in first. That's the uh, that's the treat you get. <laughs> yeah. Oh, OK. So this story is going to get worse. The oh, mother geez. of the sultan selects from the bevy of beauties gathered from the silken Samarkand to to cedared Lebanon. Okay, so it's just a distance they're talking about. But so the mom is picking the So it's like the next a it's like the a pageant you don't want to win. Yeah. Yeah, you don't like, want So like women are the... pushing their stomachs out, like making their teeth look funky, <laughs> like they smell. Yeah, yeah. Their hair's kind of natty. Or maybe they do want it because they're being taken out of poverty and they get to maybe. live in a palace. Yeah. Oh God, Jesus Christ. You know what sucks yeah. for the king, by the way? It's like he, he got all the way to king and he still can't pick his own wife. Yeah, yeah his, his mom's, mom's still, still doing like, it. You know? yeah. He's like, but mom, I'm the sultan. I want to pick my You'll own wife. You'll be quiet. I'll pick her out for you. <laughs> all these women. Behind every sultan is a great sultan's mother, so <laughs> shut up. And again, I'll be watching the bang. <laughs> Mom, thrust, thrust, hips, boy, hips. Come on, it tits. Is Push this the it. kind of you know, man I've raised? Yeah. Push it. One of the singular laws of royal marriages here is that the wife becomes the slave when married to his majesty. Ah, so. Well, not a great one. Like I think the uh, poverty part is kind of removed now yeah. a little bit. Yeah, because now you're like yeah, you're just a slave and you're in a bigger house that you have to clean. That's not fun. Yeah, yeah. Ba- <laughs> yeah. yeah basically. I mean, none and of yeah. fun. <laughs> and I guarantee you, yeah, there's like ju- he's eating juicy meats where he's like, I should now pick my wife for the evening. And they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, Jesus chewing into a giant leg of ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why? Because the crown prince or future sultan must be born slave himself and thus less in rank than the free people of the realm he governs. This is odd, but it is Oriental. Oh my God. It's not oriental. Okay. It's not Oriental. What do you, t- did this guy just confuse Turkey with the Orient? What in the fuck just happened? Is he saying uh, like it came from the Orient or uh, it may be, it I, seems yeah, really I odd. Know. I mean, this guy, we have a world traveler who's out there like, I don't know where I am. I'm going to make shit up. 
unless you know they called how the all of that area the Orient back then. They That's may right. have. But <laughs> Everything to America was the Orient. Yeah. You know how it is in Turkey, Japan. Anyway, I'm not sure what anything is. Where am I? Yeah, I'm I want Turkey, a bunch China. of wives. <laughs> I'm in Turkey, China. <laughs> it's hot here in Greece, Iraq. <laughs> I'm in Istanbul, Thailand. <laughs> Vietnam, Australia. <laughs> Listen, we gotta fire this guy. This guy's—he's really bad. He's really bad. I'm in Canada, the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> What's he doing? The lost city of Atlantis, Delaware. Reporting live. <laughs> um. The lynching of a murderer at Bloomington, Illinois, by a mob which comprised many of the usually law-abiding citizens was Jesus not, slanted. Was not a natural result of popular dissatisf dissatisfaction with the administration of law in another murder case. Okay, really bad sentence. Um, yep. I could yeah. use a therefore, so however, it's so bad. Some some great people lynched someone, and yeah. uh, it was not because of what he's calling natural, the natural process of being upset by a, a, a court decision. That's why that would be the natural way it usually goes, is when you're mad right. at a court decision that you lynch someone. Right. Total failures or long protracted delays of justice have grown so common throughout the country that there is a steady increase in the number of cases taken before the court of Judge Lynch. Judge Lynch. Judge Lynch. The twist. Yes. Wow. That's not a real judge. They're saying that's a. Not a twist. Go ahead. <laughs> not a twist. Four or five repetitions of the trial of a clear case are not very uncommon each based upon some very fine-drawn legal technicality and often solely intended to delay final action. So he's saying they're using legal mumbo-jumbo to keep people out of jail and keep, you know, being retried. Right. Justice, to be effective in the prevention of crime, must be prompt as well as certain. The remedy for the lynching epidemic rests with the judiciary and the legislature, but mainly with the former. So he's saying you got to better laws. Uh, for less lynchings, uh, Dave. I'm glad you're here for this one. Uh, yeah, he's great. saying it. Basically, yeah. that's what he's saying. He's saying the laws are fucked up, and they're they're allowing these guys to skate by and not be convicted for four or five trials, and that's too long. And right, we gotta ship ship shape it up. Yeah, come on. So saying lynch quicker. them faster. Yeah, but he's saying get to the get to the the, the court decision get to it. quicker. Right, right, right. I love that they call it a the lynching day. epidemic as if it's some like natural <laughs> yes, bacterial right. illness that's gotten out of control. It's like this, it's airborne. people are deciding. It's airborne. Look out, everybody. Don't get lynched. Yeah, yeah uh, don't go outside at night. I mean, you just. Not tonight. Anybody, anybody's can just get lynched. <laughs> it's like an M. Night Shyamalan breeze. Yeah. No, the lynching, the lynching wind. I also like they just, they just leave ropes. out the part. They just leave I out know. the part about the uh, mostly black people getting lynched. That just yes. got, took a Well, they're yeah. also Whoops. like the crowd justified in their reaction. <laughs> yes. Right. Made up of yeah. great men. Fine. Great whites. People. Yeah. Great men. Right. The right, whites right. didn't want to do it. They had to. Yeah, We had to do it for the safety yeah. of our town or whatever. 
Plymouth Rock landed on us. I don't know if you know. <laughs> I what... don't think that's it. Come on. <laughs> I got a catchphrase. Mr. Bishop of Wisconsin believes that the sun is a fountain of light only and that the heat is produced by the concentration of the rays of light shining on the convex surface of the atmospheric belt, whereby producing by its convexity a concentration of light, which becomes more intense as it approaches the Earth's surface and penetrates its denser atmosphere. This, Duh. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no this shit. Guy, this guy must have been so lonely back then because they were like, do you want? I, I'm sorry, do you need to take a shit or not? And he was like, well, you see, it's the concave nature of the illumination. If you look at the sun's corona, man, shut up. You like, you like cheese? Uh, well, I do like cheese, but what I'm saying is if, if you catch the sun properly and it's doubt, if you notice the concave nature at which the zone... We made a... Me and Billy made a wheel, a big wheel of cheese. Uh, it's so, five uh, feet across. So is We're going to eat it cheese? all year. No, no, no. The sun... No, no, no. But the sun... That's not a bad segue, actually. The sun sort of looks like a big wheel of cheese. And, but is and, it cheese? No, it's, it's absolutely sun not cheese. cheese. So let's, no, no, no. I want to nip that in the bud right now. Nobody starts saying that the sun's cheese because the sun is most. It is not orange. Cheese. So it's it is not, cheese. Orange cheese. It is not cheese. No, no, no. Guys, right. stop. Can we get that in tomorrow's paper? Do not put that in the paper. Do not put that in the paper. Can I ask, can I ask you a question? I do, no, you if cannot because not, I have a feeling it's not going to be helpful. Do not ask the question. If it's not cheese, how Don't, is it orange? It, yeah, it's a lot That's of stuff. That's a good question. Orange. It's a bad question from a bad person. A lot of stuff that's orange is not cheese. I mean, we could go on and on. There's tons of stuff that's orange that's not cheese. I have right? cheese in my pocket. <laughs> so you're saying you it's need... a mixture of cheese and some citrus-based No! No! It's no, half no. cheese? It's, no, it's no cheese. It's no cheese. It's no it's cheese. Not... Okay. And I don't. So I guess think until anyone... until further discovery, we'll just say it's a dairy-based floating sphere in the sky. It's no. a dairy sphere. Uh, no, okay, don't, I don't know. you. First of all, you over there, you're definitely slower than your friend here. So I say you <laughs> fully stop talking. Okay, you're the guy mm. with cheese in your pockets, which you thought that was relevant. Oh so my God, just... there's cheese in my pocket. You have, thank you for that. reminding me. Thank oh you very God. much. Of course, you can't oh, leave your no, house no, without the cows a have pink eye. Cheese. The That's cows how it curds. Oh, sweet God, the time that that. Um, so is the guy that wrote that, was that even a scientist or was it just a guy I, in Wisconsin? I mean, he says Mr. Bishop. It's got to be a scientist. Being, of some, nobody would say this if he's not a scientist. I've said he's similar that, stuff on mushrooms. So I feel like this guy <laughs> might not be a scientist. Because there were no credentials. I mean, it was just like Mr. Mr. Bishop. Mr. Bishop, yeah. a drunk man on a porch with wood in his arms. <laughs> Surrounded by cheese people. Yeah, surrounded by yeah. Uh so yeah, I don't uh I don't know if he's right or wrong, but he's wrong. Okay. I mean the sun doesn't the, it doesn't get warm because it goes through the atmosphere, whatever. Mr. Edison's new machine. Ah. Ooh. Mr. Edison has just completed a very powerful dynamo machine, which was tested Monday night with satisfactory results. It, it is sounds like an Austin Powers device. Yeah, yeah, and the dynamo it machine. It's 180 horsepower and consumes 460 pounds of coal in an hour. Jesus, Jesus Christ! Christ. Wow. 460 
big Holy thank you to fuck. Edison. Wow. <laughs> 460 yeah. pounds? What the fuck just happened? What does it do? <laughs> it kills hour? everyone around it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's called the Planet Destroyer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it costs. It's an average cost of two hundred fifty a ton, uh, making the cost of running at about fifty cents an hour for twelve hundred lamps. Twelve four hundred sixty pounds of coal for twelve hundred lamps. Twelve hundred lamps. <laughs> Worth it. Uh, the max the maximum of illuminating capacity is equal to five hundred thirty seven thousand candles. <laughs> I love being in a the time room. of like. This is how many candles we're safe. <laughs> <laughs> we're all sick of candles. But I mean, back then, I mean, this, that is basically like the general crux of our society now. You, if you had candles, you were like, this fucking sucks. And it didn't matter how much coal you burned if you're like, my house has lights. Yeah. Right. So is Good. that my what the lights. machine did? It powered? It powered? Yeah. It's, okay. it's powering. It's, it's creating light uh, energy for lights. I don't think there's much else. Well, so you had to be a millionaire to have lights back then. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it was, yeah, very rich people. That was it. That's, they would just go to rich people and hook them up with lighting. Wow. Um, the largest yeah, machine previously built by Mr. Edison was an eight hour power machine of 60 lights with two magnets weighing 360 pounds each. The eight hour power machine. That sounds like, like an infomercial so. for a device. So yeah. Shark Tank, where like you'd be yeah. like the eight hour power machine, and Barbara'd be like, I love the name. So Mr. Edison tends to build 24 machines of 250 horsepower each, 12 of which will be placed in the Pearl Street station to light a district where 1,500 houses have been wired, which will be lighted by 15,000 lamps. Oh. Jesus Christ. And thus Beverly Hills was born. Yeah. Yes, Beverly Hills. <laughs> It's, I mean, it sounds so much more convenient. Just picturing your life of candles, like, well, the sun's down, so activities pretty much cease. It's just bathroom <laughs> or water. That's it. Yeah. That's it. For the next thirteen hours. And the amount of thing, the amount of coal those things were burning. It's like oh. you're in this neighborhood that now has light. Yeah. But you can't see because it's just right. like black smoke everywhere. And everyone's just like. <coughs> Yeah. Ben, yeah. I'm reading like late into the <laughs> life. <good. laughs> it's yeah. good. Like, could you imagine uh, having candles and just blah. Look, look at the back there living in the dark ages. I'm gonna die now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those poor people, and they're just like uh, Yeah, yeah. Their eyes they can't, yeah, see. They can't see. Yeah. <laughs> the Panama Canal not yet begun. Okay. That's a good headline. The progress being made in the interoceanic canal is not very great. Preparations have been abundant, but not much work is done. The construction proper of the canal has not yet even commenced, including those engaged in preparatory services, drafting, uh, furnishing provisions, etc. The number of persons in the employ of the Panama Company does not exceed a thousand. Of that number, 70 have already died. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh, they, they, I mean, have you ever heard about the building of it? Like, it's just malaria. It's just a fucking nightmare. Like, no. all these guys just died. Um, it's like so the World 70 Cup. about. 
<laughs> worth it. 70. Yeah, worth it. Totally worth it. Uh, 70 have already died and many more are sick. And the directors have begun to build a regular system of hospitals, foreign all, distributed along the length of the canal and a fifth wow. central hospital to be constructed at Panama. So they haven't started building, but they're like, we got to get hospitals up and running. Well, wow. we've had to divert what? some of our river or some of our canal money towards hospitals. We need a lot of them. Because, um... <laughs> it turns out we're just making a row of hospitals and not a canal. So <laughs> It's really more of a malaria river. <laughs> The cost of excavation is found to exceed all estimates. The work done at the sites of the two villages being laid out for workmen costing uh, 125 per, per cubic yard. It must be 125 per cubic yard instead of three cents. Oh, no, it's got to be a buck 25, $1.25 per cubic yard instead of three cents, as was expected. The French stockholders have recently been calling on for another assessment and having very little to show for previous expenditures will perhaps soon realize the impractical nature of the enterprise to which they have pledged their money. So mm. they're like, so they've, they've quickly pivoted away from all the people dying to like, yeah. this is cost too much. Let's yeah. get to the real problem here. Yeah. Uh, we like, budget, this is huh? too expensive, but we are the most hospital dense region. on. The <laughs> Look, if you think about this as it was a hospital building endeavor, we've uh, actually succeeded greatly. <laughs> you have heard of uh, medical tourism? Yeah, that's right. Huh? It is barely possible that the accounts which reach us from the isthmus are slightly colored by the desire of parties in this country to disparage Monsieur de Lesseps' canal scheme. If matters there are so very discouraging, it seems that the French shareholders would have found it out long since and stopped their assessments. But I didn't think, I think in the end, the French don't build it, right? I don't know. What do you guys know? Yeah, the French actually, it ended up being the... Um... Sorry, I'm having some microphone issues. Otherwise, I'd tell you who did it. But <laughs> I think the front. Yeah. Yeah. The U.S. came in and built it. Obviously, yeah. You're goddamn right. Boot up your ass, canal. Yeah. Take that. The French. Yeah. Enjoy it. Once again, we came in to bail you out of some bullshit, France. <laughs> oh, the guy we got. Named... We got rid of canal Hitler. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Then the guy they named is the one who was behind the the Suez Canal. Oh. So now he wants to build. That was the same one. guy. Yeah. Who? who well, he was who a one hit wonder, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, what about Ranger. another canal? Yeah, Get the I can fuck only out build of one here. Canal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a fucking loser. Uh, I had another idea. Oh yeah, what do you got? What about a canal? Jesus Christ! This like, oh my god. What? Come Here on. We go. Here we but go. Don't you have awesome. any bridges or anything you can do? No, yeah. I want a canal. Hear me out. It's from England to New York. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, a canal is a bridge, a water bridge. <laughs> ah. Boom. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sunglasses, QCSI music. <laughs> uh, shooting at a mark. Saturday night. About half past nine o'clock, an individual who was considerably enthused meandered into the saloon below the theater and, after taking a drink, drew out a pistol and commenced firing at a mark. Can you imagine a time when a shooting in public was, like, getting headlines? (laughs) (laughs) This is, I I think, a mark. It's not a person. He's just shooting at something, right? Yeah. 
Unless it's actually a guy named Mark and they just say a Mark for Marks. It was the most popular name back then. So they just (laughs) wrote it off as like, just a Mark. There's so many. Another public Mark shooting. Yeah. 70 Marks died building the Panama Canal. (laughs) We lost another five Marks today. (laughs) The attention of uh, policeman Bender was directed to the scene and he at once proceeded to the saloon where he discovered an individual amusing himself, firing at a mark which was placed against the wall. The shootist was arrested and taken to the barracks. Oh, okay, wow. So it was oh, just so shooting at some a... random shit. So it was just a, a mark? That would be yeah, like... like a mark on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. A mark, it sounds like if it was placed on the wall, it sounds like a target or something. Like so maybe a little put target. It's meant to be shot. Yeah. And they're like, hey, these aren't shooting hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are between 12 and 2. We were very clear. Yeah. It is 3.15. We're too busy for this. Uh, A member of the New Hampshire legislature announced a bill that was under discussion as, as, quote, treacherous as was the stabbing of Caesar by Judas in the Roman capital. That's the whole story. (laughs) It's a wild. That's the whole story. They like if you say that about a bill, then you have to tell us what the fuck no, it is. You, don't. you can't just like what it's is a that? Tweet. It's a tweet. <laughs> that was the first tweet. Yeah, yeah, first. Yeah, but tweet, then you bro. gotta follow up with another tweet. Nuh-uh. You can't say it's as treacherous as the stabbing of Caesar yeah, and then is. not tell us what it is. Yeah, it's like no, they're talking about. They're talking about cows. The headline was the story. Yeah, <laughs> that's really crazy. That's insane. That's, you got to tell government us. governmenting, man. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Governor Hamilton of Maryland has a 17 year old daughter worth 25,000 in her own right. She clandestinely uh-huh. married a poor young man of 20 years on the topmost peak of the Maryland Blue Ridge. So a rich lady married a poor guy. Yeah, I like that, though. Well, wow. so we have to kill them, obviously. <laughs> hey, what? Put a mark on them. Yeah, we can't have I rich, like that. rich people marrying poor people. I like it. The whole thing, was... the whole thing is thrown out of whack. It's nice yeah. that it's a rich woman marrying a poor man. Yeah. You don't hear that enough. Okay. It must have been that, so uncommon Back for then? that to be like a news story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it had yes. to be. <laughs> right. I mean, yes. they were like, we found a rich woman. Marrying a poor. Yeah. <laughs> and like the, the story last week was just, we found a rich woman. Yeah, rich woman. <laughs> the whole <located>. story. <laughs> there seem to be yeah. more of these each year. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> Horrible. The young woman is under lock and key, and the youthful husband is not allowed to see her. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's God. perfect. That's perfect. She married that's a poor. Per- that's yeah, that's how a that's rich person should be treated. Story. <laughs> the whole story, she married a poor, so they have to be kept apart. Yeah. There's no. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, he can't touch her. She might contract yeah. poorness. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> be careful. Wow. What wow. in the fuck? God oh, damn. The poverty epidemic. Yeah, that is amazing. That's Can I wild. see my wife? No, you're too poor. Anyway, uh... <laughs> but you can once you get a job. If you yes. make some money, you can buy her. How's that sound? You can buy into your marriage. Uh, here's an ad. Burnett's cocaine promotes the growth of hair. Oh, cocaine? 
fucking it's, here's what's so fucking great i mean the fact that cocaine was just like publicly advertised obviously great but yeah. that the effects of cocaine were not enough i mean yeah. like like would, like not just not fun that should be the whole yeah, ad just like doing blow instead they were like you need hair too <laughs> just getting bald guys to do blow and my husband's growing so much hair i think he's a cokehead now, do you think like cocaine was responsible for all the ideas going forward that they said cocaine could solve? Oh man, like, Edison, like <laughs> so it's basically yeah. like it's gonna be a lamp, and it's gonna right. be like it'll power like fifteen hundred homes. I mean, it's gonna burn a lot of coal. Obviously, it'll burn a lot of coal. But like, <clears throat> I'll say this other idea. All right, all right, is a man, but he's a horse. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, <laughs> Thomas, what? You think if we mix this with water, it'll regrow our hair? What do you think? Dude, the fucking sun is just like fucking cheese, dude. Like, the whole fucking thing is just like a big fucking ball of cheese, bro. Uh, So this is the ad. It renders hair dark and glossy. It holds in a liquid form a large proportion of deodorized coconut oil prepared expressly for this purpose no other compound oh they're they're putting it in there they're putting cocaine in their hair oh my god (laughs) their hair there what the fuck just powdered coke just the powder form no No, in liquid liquid form with coconut so it's (laughs) coconut and then they put it in in your hair they put it in. They put cocaine in coconut oil because they're like it sound. They sound similar. They sound like they should yeah. be yeah. coconut and cocaine. No other compound possesses the peculiar properties which so exactly suit the various conditions of the human hair. Oh, so man. you're like, my God, the, my hair feels great. Also, my hands are numb. <laughs> my hair won't stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> my hair just tried to fuck my girlfriend. Yeah, and if you drink some of it, you can monitor your own hair growth for three straight days without sleep. <laughs> your hair's just smoking a cigarette, being like, "Dude, we should gamble on some of these horses." <laughs> hair, stop it! All right, last uh, one. All right, all right. Five murders are chronicled in the Louisville Courier Journal on Tuesday morning. They were committed within three days and almost within the city. It seems, says the paper, that almost, sorry, it seems, says the paper, almost time to try hanging as an experiment for prevention. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The the hanging of a murder as an experiment, even if it fails, does not involve the waste of any raw material. What? Who's the guy who's like, I'm worried about the rope? (laughs) Yeah, we're low on rope. I'm an environmentalist, and we that build sounds a platform really... too. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. We, uh... we got to hire people to build all of it. It's just tremendous. It's wasteful. I love that idea. In that 1881, someone's like, "What about hanging? Have we tried that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while they're lynching, they're like, "But what about hanging? <laughs> this guy's fucking onto something." What are you putting coke in your head? You got a bunch of ideas popping out. Oh yeah, here comes Mr. Progressive with his new ideas. Yeah, yeah. No, that would absolutely be the art. Like, like the right is just like we should lynch people and be like, um, how about some respect? We're hanging them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't Turn use that police. word anymore. There are new, more humane that. methods. This isn't 1841. We're hanging them. Good lord. 
Um, well, Nick, thank you so much for joining us on the past times. You were fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, thank you guys. This is really fun. Oh, uh, dude, come back, please. Uh, your podcast, yeah, according back. to Nick Youssef, yes. and uh, then your special YouTube. Take care. Uh, we encourage people to go check it out. And um, yes, yes. Thank you so much again, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I'm sorry I can't wave bye to you. I just disappeared off the screen. I know. I thought I, I was like, I'm going to make it to the end of the episode without another problem, and then just <laughs> gone. And your screen was like, I'm afraid not, Nick. Yeah. We need to talk. Your computer's like, Nick. I'm trying to tell you something. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna pour some cocaine on my computer, and maybe it'll just fix itself. There you Smart. go. You're yeah. a doctor. You're a legal doctor. <laughs> some of these days, you'll miss me, honey.